<laughs> we don't have much for in time mode. Oh, Neither does Terry know we're recording and spying on his every word. <laughs> no, I'm not ready. I'm He's ready. Unprepared. Well, I got my stuff ready. I just... uh, well, I'm all set when the Today's, all set. today's yep. the first day of school for our daughter going back yeah. to I, I think uh, tomorrow is the first day of school for our youngest granddaughter. I have no clue when school starts because I. <laughs> it's not your problem your anymore, is it? No, nope. <laughs> it shouldn't be my problem either, but it is. <laughs> no, I, I believe all my grandkids are back in school already. I do talk to the my kids, and they've told me. I, I think they're all back in school. You, you know they're back in school because when you talk to them, they have big smiles on their faces. <laughs> they're so happy, Mom. I just don't know why. Yeah. Kick this donkey, get it started. Okay, get it started, Keith. All righty. <laughs> Hey everyone, that's right. This is the podcast that sounds funny, and uh, this is the week of August twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, episode forty three. Wow! Two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it. My name is Keith, and joined with me today are Oh Terry and Jill. Yeah, there we go. All present and accounted. <laughs> and we have what, extra volunteer guest hosts in the background, apparently, huh? <laughs> so we got uh, we got ten more, nine more shows, and we hit a, a year, I guess, at fifty-two weeks, huh? Yeah, yeah. And only we only had we only have two listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, since there's three of us, that means one of us isn't doing our job. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listening. Uh, Podcast sounds familiar, don't it? Uh, that's a different podcast. <laughs> that, uh, sort of kind of doesn't exist anymore, but sort of kind of does. Uh, anyhow, uh, we'd like to start out with this segment we call What's New. Does anyone have a question? Warning. Could be classic family story, reading what's doing, mm-hmm, you know, updates. Great. I actually, there was something I had to. Um, so have done. Oh, yeah, we have a, a note from a concerned listener. This is an actual, real concerned listener who actually sent me a real email in my real email box. Wow, <laughs> that was uh, exciting to hear that. Our a little bit, right? Yeah, that says, uh, uh, hearing warnings of hurricanes and people writing them out instead of evacuating. I thought. This bit of advice would be helpful. It is recommended to carry hot dogs in your pockets in times of disastrous situations <laughs> because the search dogs stand a better chance of finding your body. <laughs> Again, that's from a concerned listener. Uh, I wonder if that works works in Afghanistan as well as uh, hurricanes and floods. <laughs> uh, you know, if they're pork hot dogs, 
They'll keep the Taliban away. Yeah, they won't want them at all, will they? They don't like pork over there, yeah. I heard some kind of weird news about hot dogs. If you eat hot dogs, it helps keep the coronavirus away. Oh, does it? Yeah, I heard that today on the news this morning. What, you rub a hot dog all over your body and it keeps the coronavirus away? If you eat them. So, oh. some, someone coughs and, and you make the sign of a cross with two hot dogs. <laughs> Get away! <laughs> like, like a vampire or something. But no, there was something else one of the kids said. I forget. I I, I thought I wrote it down. Uh, but it was one of the kids right here said some something goofy, and I was going to bring it up. But goofy kids. Um, so you guys have anything new, exciting, thrilling? Kids, kids say the darndest thing. I broke my computer. No, the only thing that pops into my the only thing that pops into my head is many years ago. I don't, I don't know why this. I thought of it. It's an old family story, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. One of our hosts here decided to give me a haircut. Wasn't me. And and we was I didn't in the get bedroom. That <laughs> it could have been me, but I'm not going to admit to it. And he had a pair of big dad's uh, what you trim bushes with, yeah. like big scissors, the handheld garden shears, yeah. Yeah, and decided to give me a haircut. I'm surprised. Had to straighten out your bangs. Oh, surprised you have a head left. <laughs> I think we lost her. I think she might have cut off. I, I heard surprised and it kind of dropped in mid-word. Surprised I have a head left to even mention any story. Oh, I don't know why. You, well, you certainly came surprised I back. had a head left. <laughs> Here I am. That's weird that I come and go. You cut off and suddenly settle back down like you had like on uh Men in Black, you had your head cut off and you came back really fast. Oh <laughs> back real fast. <laughs> so men in black just shot your head off in mid phrase <laughs> there and here you are back again. Okay, cool. Yep. But yeah, no, I'm not real sure how much punishment he got into for doing that. I'm sure he got in a little bit of Oh, trouble. I remember there was a beating involved. Because <laughs> I was like that Bill Cosby sketch. Hey, come on. You want to see Herman get a beating? Yeah, I'd like to see Herman get a beating. Let's go see Herman get a beating. <laughs> <laughs> Only substitute Terry instead of Herman. <laughs> I don't know why that was popping in my head this morning, but I thought, well, I'll share that. There's my old story. Yeah, nothing does anything particularly against Terry. It's just any kid likes to see some other kid get a beaten as long as it's not that kid. <laughs> Maybe you felt like you needed a haircut. I must need a haircut. <laughs> I don't <laughs> but remember. You're that. not going to give it to me. <laughs> Based on the fact that there's been other granddaughters uh, in the recent uh, handful of years who also have had brothers butcher their heads with the uh, scissors and other sharp objects, I would say probably your hair was long. It was probably summer. You were probably hot. How could boys get to have their hair buzzed off and girls can't? <laughs> or <they're> like, okay. <laughs> I'll show you how to do this. Let me go find a pair of scissors. These are all I can find. <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> Keep but your I'm nose sure, and your ears tucked in. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure the details have been lost to time. I'm sure mom could, or dad could probably tell you, but I'm I'm just guessing that was the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyhow. I don't know of any funny stories. What's that? You got something to say? No, I was been moving my 
desk, my computer desk from the basement to the upstairs and taking it apart, putting it together and finding all kinds of cool stuff I forgot I had. And... No dead mice? No. I found this well. old it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if we uh, have nothing more to add to our opening statements of our segment there, we can turn to holidays of the week. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to And, uh, we like, of course, we record on Tuesdays, and uh, we we have gotten or we'll we'll uh, give a preview of the next week. So, just a recap of what's happening today as we're recording on Tuesday is it's Kobe Bryant Day, and I got thinking. I don't think it's his birthday. Otherwise, I would say birthday. I think it may be in honor of the day he uh, died or something, but it doesn't say. It is, though, National Waffle Day, Pluto Demoted Day. So while you're thinking about Kobe Bryant, eat a <laughs> waffle and, and mourn over Pluto. Uh, My dogs uh, are barking no longer the planet. Uh, he's not Mickey's is, friend anymore. He's now on Warner Brothers instead of Disney. Uh, <laughs> he got demoted to a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, August 25th, Wednesday, National Banana Split Day. Ooh, mm-hmm. I got to celebrate that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. National Second Hand Wardrobe Day <laughs> for all you siblings out there. <laughs> oh, hand me downs. Okay. Yeah. Coming soon. Or I guess you can shop at your favorite Salvation Army or Goodwill store. Just Outfit your own brand new wardrobe with secondhand clothes. Yeah. Uh, moving on to August 26th, Thursday, National Dog Day. Well, this has got to be the, at least the fourth dog holiday in August. <coughs> but, you know, last week was the dog days of summer. Yeah. Got to do them once a week, I guess. We had, <laughs> we had a couple cat. of cat days last week. Yeah. Uh, it is Women's Equality Day. I know we had a black equality day, a black woman's equality day last week, I think. I forget, maybe the week before. Uh, August 27th, Friday, International Lottery Day, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lottery story later, but we'll get that when we get to our news. You too. National (laughs) Just Because Day. Need a reason to do it? Just because. Just because. <laughs> and, and, and if you're a wife out there, tell your husband it's just because, they Get that lawn mode. Take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> it is, oh, okay. Track. Oh, one of these word ones. T R A C K Y D A C K. Tracky Deck. Day. <laughs> wow, I haven't got a clue other than somebody just being silly with the words. Jill's words, Jill's words. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that means. <laughs> that is, yeah, I have, I do not know what it means. 
ain't no fun when you don't know the answer. That's well, right. I guess maybe you lose my place. Dumb thing. <laughs> Tracky Dack. It sounds German because of the DAK. Uh, where was I? That was uh, Tracky Dack. Tracky Dack Day. Whatever. Okay, there we go. That's where we're at. Yeah. Back on track here with Tracky Dack. National Bow Tie Day. So, hey, wear a tie, forget that long, hangy, downy, stringy thing, put on a bow tie. Uh, National Red Wine Day. <laughs> Rainbow Bridge Remembrance Day, which is, is there... Rainbow Bridge for any pets that have gone on. Oh, I was wondering where there's a bridge with a rainbow on it. I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, whenever pets die, so they go into heaven. All dogs go to heaven. Uh, pets <laughs> cross the rainbow bridge into the uh, other place. Oh, the day to remember your your past pets, I guess. They so, go the August 29th, Sunday, National Lemon Juice Day. <laughs> Not in Hill Carnival. I guess that must be a British thing. Yeah. Um. August 30, Monday, Frankenstein Day. Mm. <laughs> I think Frankenstein should be cut loose on Afghanistan. Yeah, there you go. Mm. National Beach Day. National Greek Awareness Day. So be aware of your Greek, I guess. <laughs> National Holistic Pet Day. I don't even know what that means. Uh, holistic, like holistic medicine, means natural medicine. So, is a pet that's holistic a natural pet? Is there any other kind? A synthesized <laughs> pet? A digital pet? I don't Alien know. pet? Alien? Who knows? It's maybe hologram. I don't know. A holographic pet. Uh, anyway, that brings us full circle <laughs> to next week, Tuesday, August thirty first, the last day of the month. Eat Outside Day, Independence oh. Day. I guess for the Taliban. Independence. The I thought that was important. Day, long Distance Learning Day, and that rounds out the month. It rounds out the week. Yay! I don't know who's Independence Day because clearly it's not the Fourth of July. Right. <laughs> Somebody is Independence Day out there. Now I know technically the Afghanistan Independence Day was. Earlier in the months, because there was a lot of Afghani citizens who got the crap beat out of them because they were trying to celebrate it with the Afghanistan flag, and the Taliban didn't like that much. Huh. Is that what started all this uprising? Yeah. No, you would think. But no, it happened uh, shortly after all the uprising took place. It was early in the month. I forget what day. But that's our holidays, and I haven't got a clue who's Independence Day that would be. So if somebody knows out there, a listener, hey, do your duty, give us an email, and tell us. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. Yeah. But I I guess I could stick by my guns and say Taliban because that's the day they're drawing the line in the sand and telling Joe Biden to get his butt out of their country. Hmm. Uh, that would be f- more fun to joke about if it wasn't so tragic and so many people's lives on the line. Right, right. Um, 
So I guess this is the part of the show where we talk about news. So I've got breaking news, breaking news. I've more fun show. stuff than all the depressing junk you find on mainstream stuff. Yeah, I've got what's breaking news. Breaking news? What's I got breaking news. Last week, an alligator was spotted crossing the road in Pennsylvania. Good news. They captured it. Yeah. Woo. They have captured it, and they named it Allie, and now there's an alligator. But, uh, Did it name Darth? Darth Vader? <laughs> Darth Vader. Darth Vader. And they they caught him um, a couple of days after I did the story. You know that it's not breaking news, it's, but so, anyway, it's uh, they caught trying to sneak onto a metro golf course, huh? Yeah, <laughs> they had a they had a big outbreak. Uh, I think they said in last year, and they they banned owning pets uh, in March of this year, or not pets, but I mean pet exotic pets. Yeah. yeah, and so they there was a, a ban on them anyway. So. You know, they caught it and uh, took it to the zoo. And uh-huh. uh, so, anyway, no alligators. So now the zoo owns all the exotic pets. Gator, 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 <laughs> gator, gator, gator. And it worked and they caught him. So, anyway, that's my first one. Uh-huh. Wow. You got something, Jill? Or I, can go now. I do, since we're talking about reptiles. Um, there was a sea snake attacking scuba divers off the coast of Australia. Um, a fake snake? A sea a snake? Sea, a sea snake. Oh, sea, snake. A sea snake. Control yourself. And the, I don't know if it's the kind of sea snake, it's an olive sea snake or what that was mentioned here in the story. And they don't see well, so they get close to the scuba divers to see if it's a, a mate. I like the neck. Or uh, if it could become a mate, because they're... Hey, scuba diver, you're looking pretty sexy. And, uh, hello, my fat little sugar man. Yeah, they're <laughs> just wanting a little bit of love from the scuba divers. Well, if it was an olive sea snake, does that mean it's like long and red and likes to hide inside of big ground green things? Like a pimento. <laughs> Was it a I love you? I love you. I love you. Maybe the scuba diver looked like, like a little big and fat and green. Hey, scuba diver. Call me back when you're sober. They do get to be six feet long, it says. They do get really large, these huh. sea snakes. Hey, darling. Was it in the and, shape of a capital C or was it S like C, like S E A? S-E-A, a C-C. It was S-E-E, because it couldn't see very well. <laughs> yeah, they don't see well, so they get close to these scuba divers. And, hey, you. Hey, I'm talking to you. And it says <laughs> usually they move so fast that they're there and gone, because once they figure out you're not a snake, then they take off. Are you but my mother? Are you my They mother? have to get close enough since they can't see. Daddy. I'm in love. And it says to stay calm and just let them lick you to find out that you're not a snake. And I'm like, <laughs> are they crazy? <laughs> a lot of uh, scuba divers freak out and try to fight back. And it says, don't fight back. Just let him check you out and he'll go away. Yeah, because I think sea snakes can be deadly. Yeah. 
It's yeah. just uh, part of like their courting ritual to come up, I guess, and lick other sea snakes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what happens in bars, too. Hey, yeah. Ugh, never mind. Ugh. <laughs> I'm not that drunk after all. <laughs> Call me back when you're sober. Oh, sheesh. Well, my first one, as I mentioned, had a lottery story. A woman was unaware that she had the, I think it was a $39 million lottery ticket for weeks. Wow. Uh, Berlin, Germany. A lottery official said that the woman carried the winning ticket in her purse for weeks without realizing it was worth about 38 million euros or about $39 million. Uh, the 45-year-old woman was the sole winner of the drawing, uh, having correctly guessed seven uh, fields, I think it says, on her lottery ticket. Uh, it quoted the woman, who wasn't named, I still get dizzy at the thought and that I care that I carelessly carried almost 33 million euros around in my purse for several weeks. Uh, The mother of one had picked the numbers and doesn't plan to play again. (laughs) The one (laughs) was more than enough for my husband, my daughter, and me. Uh, So she plans on uh, playing it safe from here on out. Living wisely on her winnings. Yes. That's the way to do it. Right. The lotto thingy that I was going to say was, uh, in case people did weren't aware, the the Powerball of drawing is now Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. They started a new drawing last night. Monday, so what, it's only worth a puny one hundred million dollars. Two hundred ninety-three million. Oh, okay. Well, last night, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't checked this morning to see if it went up or not. But anyway, uh, it'll be a surprise here in a minute. But uh, well, whenever you win it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can throw us a big party so uh, I have a story I got two stories actually of humans helping animals but I'll start with this one I may do the other one later but there's just, I had two ran across two different stories of humans helping animals once again um, in this story the headline is neighbors help Try to help a deer with a trick-or-treat bucket stuck to its face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a kid, really. Give me some candy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little early for Halloween, but the deer a deer was spotted in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. <laughs> they had an alligator, now a deer. Um, a deer had a trick-or-treat bucket stuck, I guess, maybe on his antlers, over its face. I don't know. Yeah. You know, this year we we need to send kids out dressed as a bear with a bucket on its head, a deer with a bucket on its head. <laughs> There's a skunk with a bucket on its head, or a glass jar, or a pickle jar. And, yeah. Okay. That's yeah, the, that's the, the the hot new costume. <laughs> and so for six days, the neighbors band together. They would they would get close enough to the deer and they'd toss food into the bucket so the thing could eat but didn't die. It took six days for a game warden to come to tranquilize the deer. 
so they could remove the bucket. But anyway, the they tranquilized. Law, I didn't try to kick it, kick it off of its head. He kicked the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> kick it, kick it. Put some candy in it. It's trick treating. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I can tell you the other one real quick. The other animal story of humans helping animals was in England. There was a batch of trees with nuts on it that was on the other side of the road. <laughs> Why did this world were crossing? Yeah. There was a batch of trees with nuts on it. And so there was a whole bunch of squirrels that kept getting killed. Roadkill, squish. Yay, dead squirrels. Nothing better. Because <laughs> it was so grab your nuts day and were trying to celebrate. So the people banded together and they built, they constructed a rope bridge across the road so the squirrels could, it took about two hours after they built it and the squirrels said, hey, let's check that out. And they were able to go across the street safely. The people built a crosswalk in the sky. I was wondering if it was like the monkey bridges we had when we were Boy Scouts, you know. Probably, something like that. And, uh, so those are two stories about humans helping animals that I had. So, ah, so, so it's, it's a good thing that animals have service humans to keep them comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> to keep them safe. My next story is kind of sad. It's about Jake, the largest horse in the world. <laughs> or was the largest horse in the world. And now he's hamburger. To, according to Guinness Book. Huh. Um, but he died at the age of 20... He lived or lived in Wisconsin. He was six foot ten inches tall and twenty five hundred pounds. Wow, this is as big as me. (laughs) (laughs) And it says that he was the biggest horse in two thousand and ten, but not in two thousand twenty. So I don't know if there's another horse bigger than him now. Well, I guess they're all bigger than him now since they buried him. But uh, he was 240 pounds when he was born. So that's really they, large. They buried him born. deep in a barbecue pit. Yeah. And he was not a Clydesdale. He was a Belgian horse. Oh, wow. So Belgian he workhorse. Was, must have been. Maybe they're like a Clydesdale. I don't know. But he was really big. Well, that, I'm just saying that's the kind of horse that, that I got to ride when I was in Chicago. And they took his horseback riding because it's oh. horse big enough for me to ride. Maybe no. you rode Jake and didn't know it. <laughs> Could be. It had horse horse feathers on their legs too, just like the Clydesdales. Hmm. They call horse feathers, you know. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's all about that. It wasn't a real well, long, just that he'd passed. Well, I have one uh, again. I guess in Germany. Uh, I'm gonna find my article again. Okay, here we go. Tanks, but no tanks. A German is fined for having World War II weaponry. Uh, again, in Berlin, a German court convicted a uh, how old is he? Eighty-four-year-old man of, of having uh, weapons in his possession uh, for having a personal arsenal that included a tank, a flak cannon. And many other articles of weaponry from World War II. Uh, the s- state district uh, gave the man a suspended sentence uh, of 14 months, but ordered him to pay a fine of 
250,000 euros, which is about $300,000. It also ordered that the man, uh, whose name wasn't given due to German privacy laws, to sell or donate the tank and the anti-aircraft cannon to a museum or a collector within the next two years. Now, I want to know, what do they define as a collector? Because it sounds like this dude himself was a collector. Right. <laughs> uh, the authorities uh, discovered this illegal arsenal uh, at the collector's uh, storage facility in northern Germany. There's that word collector. See, he's a collector. Uh, but they said uh, they were investigating uh, Nazi-era black market uh, art, and I guess an artifacts. Uh, but it, it it turned up a couple of horse statues that stood outside of Hitler's uh, mansion. Uh, those items were belonged to somebody else's possession. Uh, but during that raid is when authorities seized machine guns, automatic pistols, and more than 1,000 rounds of ammunition. Wow. Uh, now, I have to say, if we don't know anything about ammunition, 1,000 rounds sounds like a lot, but it's not. If you only had one weapon, it would it would be a pretty fair amount. But if you had machine guns, heck, you can burp through a thousand rounds in about ten seconds. Oh wow, <laughs> it's not a lot. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah they 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 made him uh, turn in all of his stuff. Huh. Now I, I know when I lived up in Michigan some wow twenty years ago, there was a guy who rebuilt a M113 which is an army a small armored personnel carrier. He rebuilt it because he would go to military auctions and he bought the chassis at one, he bought the motor, he bought the tracks, he bought <laughs> piece by piece like Johnny Cash and Johnny his, Cash. his <laughs> Cadillac he bought one piece at a time you know it's me when I come through your town I'm gonna ride around in style I'm gonna drive everybody wild Cause I'll have the only one there is around And he put it all together uh, And he took it out, you know, two-tracking Out in the woods with the guys in the jeeps and the stuff uh, Oh, this is so cool, where'd you get this? Oh, I built it And then the guy took it away from him Well, that's dumb It's not like that could have hurt anybody, could it? It was just a vehicle They're not armed I mean, you, you they have uh, mounts for putting like a M2 machine gun You know, 50 cal but they're not typically armed, and he didn't have oh. an armed. It was just he just put it together. But they yeah. they confiscated it, said it was illegal for a citizen to own that. Hmm. Anyway. That ain't right. I think it's back on Terry's turn here. Yep. Are you awake, yeah. Terry? Oh yeah, yeah. I got another story. I've got a couple, but I was just reading through this one. But uh, I'm going to do this story. This is a mystery. Dun, dun, dun. Don't know what happened here, but a baby shark was born <laughs> in a tank in captivity with only two female sharks in the tank. Uh-huh. Somebody's transgender shark got loose. I guess so. Either the the male shark from the tank next door hopped over and wiggled into the other tank and then wiggled back over. 
or some there's some happy scientists that kind of went off and got into water. Artificially, and say when they did them, huh? yeah. So, it says they were so the baby shark had a, had a man's face on it. And <laughs> they're like Mr. Limpet, Parkino, Parkino, Immaculate and Conception, Parkino Genesis, something like that. Is born asexually reproduced, asharksally reproduced, apparently a shark. Wow. And so they say that it seems to be that that's where there fertilizes in the absence of sperm. Well, I know frogs and certain reptiles can do that. So that's they're sending off specimens of the baby shark to see if it is a a clone of its mother. And it's like, okay, that I just don't see how that's possible. But well, if it's spontaneously. Well, the word is burst inside of the one shark without contact from the other. It would be something of a clone of one or the other of the sharks. But if it had DNA that would indicate some other shark was involved, then it's hard to well, say. I wonder how long is the what is gestation term for a shark to give birth? Maybe you would think the scientists would know it. that and rule that. Out. <laughs> yeah. Been in here for 10 years. I don't know. Not pregnant yet. <laughs> okay. I don't know how long it's been in captivity. So. Put this jellyfish in there. Uh, Grandma shark. Do, 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 do. Grandpa shark. Do, 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 do. Grandpa shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. uh, I, I got two more, but they're world stories. But I, I actually I got another one. Uh, go ahead, Jill. You go. My next one is about a guy that was in in the river, and it was a it was in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, <laughs> and he was just floating along in the river, and somebody thought it was a dead body, so they called um, the police and the fire department. So they launched a boat out to see, but it didn't say if he was like in the middle or along the edge or what. But they did go out to check in on this dead body, and it was a live dead body. He wasn't a real really live dead. dead body. He was just trying to cool off from the heat, and when they got out there to check on him, he's what? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just cooling off here in the water. Go away. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that was kind of strange that he was just chilling. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Monty Python, bring out your dad. Yeah, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> well, I just have one more. Um, you want to pretend to live on Mars for a whole year? Apply now. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, NASA is a, has a job for you. Uh, they are preparing uh, to send astronauts to mars and are taking applications for four people to live for a full year in uh some kind of a biodome mars what it's called mars dome alpha uh it's a 700 fair oh, well i can't talk the 700 foot square foot martian habitat created by a 3d printer uh, located in Johnson Space Center in Houston. Uh, 
uh, the paid volunteers uh, will work on simulated Mars missions, including spacewalks, limited communication with people back home, uh, with simulated mission and equipment failures. Uh, NASA is planning three of these experiments, with the first one starting in the fall of next year. Food, we'll all be ready to eat space food, and at the moment, there are no uh, what is that? No hey. windows planned. Oh, wait. Yeah, windows planned. Uh, some plants will be grown, but not potatoes, like in the movie The Martian. Uh, Damon, what's the actor's name? Damon uh, played the the stranded uh, a- astronaut who survived on spuds. Uh, but they want to understand how humans perform, says the lead scientist. We're looking at Mars and realistic situations. Uh, they're not seeking just anybody. The requirements are strict, including a master's degree in science, engineering, or or pilot experience. Only American citizens or current U.S. residents are eligible. Uh, See, was a applicants have to be between thirty and fifty-five years old, in good physical health, with no dietary issues, and not prone to motion sickness. So what that means is NASA is looking for people who are most like an astronaut because some previous problems is they did take just the average guy off the street, but their tests uh, were, were too uh, not like the astronauts and they had trouble, you know, with their test results. So what astronauts actually had to go through. So anyway, if you want to be an astronaut, you have to meet your limits, but there's a big chance. Well, like I've been trying to say, they did a movie called Biodome with Pauly Shore in it. Yeah. That sounds like they're trying to do it, that. It's kind of like Biodome. It's kind of like that movie, The Martian, with Matt Damon. That's the guy's name I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah. But it's on another planet, your Biodome, which, no thanks. I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, well, they're doing a test um, in, in Texas. here. But you got to live there for a full year. And they're going to measure the, you know, the stresses and the results going to have simulated emergencies. Oh, there's a leak of the ventilation system or something. So that everybody can live on Mars like in the first Total Recall movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Is is that the one with the lady that has three breasths? Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. My wife got that for the kids. It'll be good. That's the best part of the movie. Adventure movie for the kids. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that scene pops up. You're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? How do you explain that one to the kids? Anyway, I got uh, two. Well, I, they're um, uh, what you call it, uh, record-breaking things. Uh, the first one here is our favorite buddy that we did so much. Time. David Rush has attempted and done it. I've watched the video clip, and I still can't figure it out. But he holds the world's record for. Hoarding, I mean, balancing 101 rolls of toilet paper on his head. Oh, wow. That's where all the toilet paper went. He hoarded <laughs> yeah, it all, didn't he? <laughs> and that's where the toilet paper sort David Rush has it all. Um, but.
Now everybody just cut out on me again. I don't think anybody's there now. On his bed. And then he had four rolls on top of that one roll. And then he had you know more rolls on those four and et cetera. He had like an inverted pyramid on his head. And then he had another pyramid on top of that going upwards to the skinnier's point. Sound like a pyramid scheme to me. <laughs> and so he was able to do it after numerous times. You know, it's, if you go to YouTube, you can see all of the flub ups where he missed and everything. But I think it's just a waste of toilet paper. It's yeah. just a waste. <laughs> and the other, the other record story was I just saw it in the on the news feed this morning. Um, I wasn't there, but. Um, trying to remember where it was, out of, I believe, in New Mexico or Arizona. They have set a world record. They have launched 546 hot air balloons all at once. And I want to red one. <laughs> I wasn't there to blow them up either. But, uh, they have a hot air balloon thing like the the thing in Kyle, Texas I did last week. They're looking for Kyle's at that hot air balloon festival. You know, that's still coming up here in September. But so Not too late for all the Kyle's out there. Hot, hot air balloon. <laughs> up, up and away. It might be beautiful. It might be beautiful. Balloon. Well, I don't have any more news. If you guys have nope. some, you can wrap it up. I was going to say there's a big 25 foot rubber duck in the harbor in Massachusetts. The 25 foot rubber duck? Yeah. It's anchored there in the harbor. It's got joy on its chest. Nobody knows how it got there, where it came from. Joy duck. There's a really big, big giant bird in some place. I was thinking Jack and the Beanstalk Giant lost his bathtub toy (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all I got Every day when I Make my way to the tubby I find a Little fella who's Cute and yellow and chubby Rub-a-dub-dubby Alright, well Then it's time to transition Into Jill's Jill's words. words. Oh, goody. Quiz us kids. Yeah, see if we can stump you. The quiz kids, bright, lovable youngsters, ready for another difficult examination in the schoolroom of the air. Our first Uh, word is... It don't take much for me. Calipigeon. (laughs) C-A-L-I-P-Y-G-I-A-N. Calipigeon. If it's I G H, might be I. Calipigeon. Calipigeon, maybe. I, I still say it's a spicy chicken. <laughs> that, that, that's the latest latest uh, chicken you can get at Popeyes. <laughs> spicy hot jalapeno chicken. Uh, pigeon. Yeah. 
So I know that's not right, but I'm sticking by that. <laughs> yeah, it has, well, I guess it could have something to do with chickens, but it means to, to be. have a nice-looking behind. So I that chicken might have a nice-looking behind, I suppose. A, a halopigeon, or calipigeon. Calipigeon, yeah. Our next word is maleticent. M A L E D I C E N T maleficent. It's it's the sister of maleficent. Only <laughs> so maleficent is the bad sister. Maleficent is the nice sister. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that's what it was. Whenever uh, I heard the word, I was thinking that's a wicked woman off of descendants but yeah. there is a it's spelled just well, I'm a little sure different because the prefix mal means bad like you know mal area means bad air but i don't know what the rest of it means bad lighting i don't know <laughs> any ideas terry um nope <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea bad guessing this word means verbally abusive. So you had it half right, Keith. With verbally the abusive. Wow. I'm surprised it didn't have the eloquent on there with the yeah. maleloquent or something. Our next word is niterosity. N-I-D-O-R-O-S-I-T-Y. Nidorosity. Nidorosity? Like like middle M-I-D? Or... No, N. Starts N. with like November. N. Nid. 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 The knights who say me. Uh, well, the the osity sounds to me like like, like the velocity, like speed or something. So middle speed? I don't know. <laughs> no speed? <laughs> it's, it's a guy named Ned that's really fast. Oh, I'll, I'll go for that. <laughs> <laughs> fast Ned. It's like Fast Neddy's restaurant in Dalton. <laughs> fast Neddy's. <laughs> this word means burping. Oh. It's right. I'll have to use that right here because we got a lot of people who do that. Nidorosity is that word. So you have to remember that. And you can tell everybody that's their scientific word for burping. All right, cool. Note to self. <laughs> this next one is auditensorialist it's kind of a long word it's a-u-t-o-t-o-n-s-o-r-i-a-l-i-s-t Auto means it just means self, like you know, automatic is by itself, or automobiles moves by itself. You're doing really good at getting half of them right. So it's half a self, more. it's a self-propelled nosity. <laughs> Whatever you said. <laughs> yeah. But it means a short word. Yeah, yeah it, it means uh, self-imposed short words. There we go. There you go. Uh, 
you go, well, this means a person that can cut their own hair. So oh, they like can Joe. make their long hair short. Like you did with those clippers earlier. <laughs> hey, you did it. And you blame it on Terry. Now we know. I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> My name is Bart Simpson. <laughs> now, this next word you guys should get, it's cockamamie. <laughs> Your words are so cockamamie. Yeah. Well, the cockamamie <laughs> idea. <laughs> cockamamie, cuckoo bird. <laughs> it's kind of like malarkey. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Absurd is the answer. So, yeah. The next word is flummox. F-L-U-M-O-X. Flummox. It's a fat ox. <laughs> no, it, it, it actually means like what to confuse somebody. I'm going to say or to baffle or something like that. Miss the flummox, and it means to exasperate. So oh, well. it's sort of what you said. Today. I was maybe hidden that way, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed exasperate. And then we got one more word. Lamp profany. L A M P R O P H O N Y. Lamp profany. Lamp profany. Yeah. Lamprophony. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lamp, it's a telephone. Lamp for yeah, There we go. You, you, it, the it's telephone like, lamp. It's like get smart <laughs> talking to a shoe. You talking to a lamp. Hello, yeah. Hello. That's right. That's right. Shine the light on the words. Oh, lamp and phone. What? No. <laughs> well, it means talking with a loud voice. <laughs> uh, we know people like yeah. that. So I guess if you are talking into your lamp phone, you may have to use a loud voice. Yeah. And that's all my words. To your lamp phone. <laughs> that's my words for the week. <laughs> oh. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Then you can be, what's that word? Auto whatever. <laughs> Cut our own hair. Oh, uh, that's that's not the one I was thinking of. The one be meaning loud and then the obnoxious or whatever and mm. into your lamp phone as you're talking loud. Anyway. And then if everybody <laughs> <laughs>
Well, then it's time to move on to Terry's top ten. Top ten. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said before, tonight we are going to present something of a more legitimate nature, something very unhokey. I lost it, man. I gotta get my note. Uh, okay, go. We could uh, coming up next is our anchor topic, and we do have <laughs> I a, at least one letter from a listener. I have uh, uh, ten deadly household foods that would kill you. That's uh, my ten list. Liver and onions, Every, broccoli and cheese. Uh, in the case of one of my grandsons, lasagna. <laughs> Any of my wife's cooking. What are you, soft in the head or something? <laughs> oh, she must not be there. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are going to tell on me. Listen to woof, our podcast. Guess what he said? Woof, woof. <laughs> so later. I got. Number 10 is nutmeg. Oh, really? Can kill you. So if you drink too much eggnog, that nutmeg in there is going to get to you. I guess if you eat the whole little spice container, is that what it means? <laughs> Could be. It's a hallucinogen. Ooh. If, if you uh, it can cause dizziness, nausea, and excitation. It's, no wonder they put it in that bag because you have to be hallucinating to drink raw eggs and milk. It takes <laughs> it takes at least two tablespoons before you start having any weird effects. Oh, so, wow! Just a little bit much. Yeah. If you take if you, probably, if you ate the whole container, you probably die. You know, but, well, about two tablespoons is probably about all there is in one of those little uh, McCormick the smaller spices. ones. Yeah, you can probably get bigger ones though. <laughs> oh, Number nine, crazy. I don't know yeah, why you would eat them, but apricot seeds. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, wow. yeah, a lot of seeds that are related to apricots and peaches and stuff like that can be deadly. Yeah, there's more I would to list too. <laughs> I'm sure you they say apple seeds have arsenic up. in the seed, so, as long as you don't bite into them. But even if you do, it's not enough. Like one seed is not going to kill you. But. Right. That, you know, and uh, I think you have to, you know, uh, this further down the list, I'll get to make that comment there. But um, number eight is, oh gosh, I got to spell across this. Oh, almonds. Almonds. No, really. Uh, the hydro acid. Oh, like cyanide. Is that if so they say that cyanide smells like almonds, if they if they're not uh, all the way done, if they're raw. Oh, so you have to roast them to get the the cyanide stuff out of them, right? So I wonder if you milk almonds before or after you roast them. Do they have almond milk? <laughs> Cyanide milk. <laughs> and let's see. So December 7, potatoes. 
Oh no! Sweet potatoes. <laughs> ah, sweet potatoes will kill you. Actually, it's the the uh, the top part, the the green leafy part. You see. Growing. Oh man! The potatoes themselves aren't, but donate the potato leaves. Now, rhubarb is that way. Rhubarb is good, but if you get any of the leaf, it'll it's got poison in the leaf. Huh. I didn't know that either. Now I knew you I didn't think you could eat the potato eyes when it starts growing. Those is what I thought was poisonous, but I don't know, maybe they're not. Well, yeah. the, eye, the eyes become the, the roots of a new plant. Oh. Then number six is tomato plants. Oh. Yeah, those we heard are poisonous. Yeah, tomatoes, I think, are part of the nightshade family. And for a long time, they were called, I think, love apples because it was like a suicide pact. Let's eat a tomato and die together right here. <laughs> but they discovered that it's not the tomato that's poisonous. The and it does, it right. kills dogs because we had a dog eat a tomato plant once and he died. Oh. So any dogs in the neighborhood that you really hate. <laughs> <laughs> plant tomatoes, plant a tomato plant, trick them into eating it. <laughs> yeah. Find out whether they're chained up by their little dog house and plant tomatoes all around it. <laughs> and respiratory failure and including death. <laughs> oh, goodness. Number five. Rhubarb. Just like you said, yeah, it's, it's and it's the leaf that's poisonous. Because yeah, because grandma used to have that rhubarb patch next to her garden. She got go out and cut the rhubarb, but make sure that you don't you cut it off above the root so it'll keep on growing. But don't get any of the leaf. You need to leave the leaves out there. Okay, grandma. Oxalic acid. Oxalic acid. Is that the poison? Yeah. And uh, and then number four, what? Fudu? Puffer fish. Oh, oh yeah, puffer fish. Puffer fish. Like we eat that a lot. If we're not in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> we have puffer, puffer fish all the time here. Yeah, I've heard that if you don't, if they're cooked right, they're not. But if they're not cooked right, they can be very deadly. Yeah. Right. Huh. The chefs got to got to complete. I think said two to three years of training on how to cut the fish right. You know, whatever. It's like nah, I'd just rather eat my fish sticks. That's all right. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awful if you found fish out stick. that puffer fish are in <laughs> fish sticks? <laughs> no, <laughs> the kind of fish they put in there. <laughs> oh, it's codfish. No. <laughs> okay, number uh, number three yeah. is aki. Something aki is a fruit. Native to West Africa huh. or the Caribbean, a deadly fruit. It's a pear-shaped fruit, and never heard of it. And it's well, it's federally banned in the United States. Come on, <laughs> there you go. 
Maybe it's that thing that's on that movie with the rock in it, you know, and they eat it and it's like, Whoa. it makes it where they can't move. <laughs> yeah. Them. yeah. What's that? The Rundown. That's the name of that. Yeah. That's a good movie. Anyway, um, number two is Cherry Pits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because believe it or not, the, the cherry is kind of it's in the same general species as the apricots and peaches and stuff yeah. you can swallow them whole yeah uh, I guess that's why they say oh it's the pits meaning something that's bad <laughs> it's coming up cherries yay oh it's the pits <laughs> yeah uh, where did it go Cyanide. Wait. Oh, come on. Swallow a cherry seed and then throw to... a tree out your bite. <laughs> it's yeah. given the example of the, the apple seeds and the apricot, amygdala. Uh, but in the in that show, uh, the Tiger King. I'm sorry, wrong wrong show. In the show, the Ozark. The lady in that movie, she took cherry pits and ground them up and put them oh. in her coffee. No, I don't think it's because a pit, like a cherry pit or a, uh, what was the other one? Apricot. Apples, or apple it's seeds. not the, the hard part that's poisonous. If you break it open, the stuff that's inside is what's the poisonous part. Hmm. That's why it's like sometimes you, you swallow an apple seed on an accident when you're eating it because you get. I, right. I think olives are the same way. It, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt if you just swallow it. If you bite it and the insides get in your system, then you're letting some poison in. But what's in one apple seed or whatever? It's not really going to kill you. It'd probably take a whole you know, t- teaspoon of apple seeds or something. I don't know. I'm guessing. But hey, I know a dangerous food that will kill you: an elk. Well, while a lion's trying to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then n- number one, number one is apple seeds. You know, that was number one. I was like, I went from cherry, but then cherries. It, it gave honorable mention to apples and apricots. Huh? Right, right. And, and cherry pits. And then, but then the number one is apples, it says, but then it's, you know, like cherries and apricots, apple seeds. You know, like you just said, it's in the seeds. It won't kill you. Listen. I think that has something to go back to biblical times. Everybody says Adam bit the apple, which, of course, it wasn't really an apple in the Garden of Eden. but yeah, It was an unknown fruit. Yeah. It was the stupid fruit. <laughs> yeah. The tree of knowledge is stupid. <laughs> We'd all still be there. Because I'll be running around the garden naked. If they, Terry's if favorite they outfit. I'm about ready to run around naked. I'm tired of doing laundry. <laughs> yeah, wear, right. wear your Adam and Eve clothes. Go ahead. Yeah. Commando suit. Well, Commando. I, I think we've polished off our top Excuse 10. Me. So top our, 10, our, yes. I said our next segment is we, we have our uh, anchor topic, and then followed by that will be we do have one email, I think, and then we, of course, will wrap up. Uh, but our anchor topic. Uh, 
schedule is you two can discuss them. All I you know lie. Terry has been in contact with Heinz, the blind, the, the central <laughs> blind rehab center up in Chicago. Yes. Uh, so you can carry this part of the show and tell us what's on your mind about computers. Just like they just called earlier in between our break there. But somehow, like I said, I've been break? Moving, We had a break? I've, <laughs> I've been moving my computer around from the base. Well, you know, uh, we also have uh, my wife. Uh, we, I'm in the process of buying a building, and I'm, well, this is about computers. Go with your. I computers. know that, but <laughs> this is the build-up. Oh, yeah. oh, I take my computer with me. Okay, well, my wife has a store now, and we're fixing to open it. And in her store, I have an office, and so I have one laptop, and I have to take my laptop from place to place. Dun, dun, dun. And so, anyway, somehow. On a Dell laptop computer, there's a physical switch where you can actually turn your Wi-Fi on and off. Stupidest thing in the world they could have put on a computer. I'm sure they thought it had good reasons for it. It's like, ooh. Well, I can tell you because if you didn't have the switch, you would have to go into your system tray, find AirPlay, or go into your control panel to find your Wi-Fi settings and find AirPlay. By having a physical switch, you can just click it off and on without messing with that. But I still don't understand that. I mean, you wouldn't have to do anything. It would be a off. similar concept of if your sound card had a little knob, you could adjust your volume up and down instead of having to go into your settings and find your sound control panel and you find the sliders and things up and down. It's just a handy way. Uh, to give people a physical thing that they can touch. And so whatever you put it in or out of your laptop bag, apparently like <laughs> switch on your iPhone, you, 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 I've turned off my Wi-Fi, and I can't figure out how to turn it back on. And it's like, yeah. I have neuropathy in my finger, so I can't feel it. I'm like, is this it here? Is this it here? Is this sliding? Is this it? Is this it? Yeah. Finally, Heinz called and said that, they're pretty sure that it's located on the right side of my laptop towards the back. That's what I was thinking it should be. But it's like I haven't monkeyed with it yet because, well, I could, but right now I'm, I'm hardwired hard into my house, so I'm super fast. Because I remember when I got my first Dell laptop from Heinz, wow, back in 2012, they used to, when they were still having the CD-ROM tray on your computer built in, uh, next to the CD-ROM towards the back was a switch you could pop out your drive, your, your entire drive. Well, right next to that was the switch where uh, you could turn your Wi-Fi on and off. My dogs are agreeing with you. See, they know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like their doggy internet. They're yeah. communicating from one room to the other. Their 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 internet stereo. Dog. <laughs> doggy stereo, but I did find like I was telling Keith, I found a cigar box in my computer desk in the basement. I still have a Sound Blaster sixteen card in it, and and a what it was a fifty six k modem yeah. card, you know, plug and play card. It's in a shoebox. Old old technology, huh? It, which yeah. may not work on new systems. But hey, one tip that I find helpful that I do once in a while when I think about it is you're saying with neuropathy, it's hard to 
really feel those small little switches like that. Well, I have a little uh, nail file, like this little cup where I keep pencils and things on my desk. And I, I have, I've used it before where I have a, a digital voice recorder and it, it has a similar kind of thing as a, a little slide switch next to the charging port. And if you slide it towards the port, it's off and away from the port, it's on. But with having neuropathy, it can be really difficult to feel, even though it has the rough knurled edge on it that your fingers can grip. So I'll take that nail file and I'll just kind of gently slide it. Oh, there's the uh, the rough knurly part. And I'll just use the point and I'll just give it a, a gentle nudge one way. Did it, did it go click? Gentle nudge the other way. Did it go click? And usually one try or the other, you'll realize that it was you know, off already or on already. Uh, Does it make that. a beeping sound of some kind to let you know if it's off or on? When it well, when you leave it on and you don't use it, it'll automatically turn off after I think thirty minutes after after so much time goes by. Oh. But I, I have that's a, that's the digital recorder you're talking about, not the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right, and I have managed to leave my digital recorder on so that it actually drained the battery. Uh, they just you know turn it off, you charge it up, turn it back on. Um, but uh, but, but with your, with your Wi-Fi, you, you could do the same thing. You can kind of gently probe with the edge of something, you know, like, like a nail file. I would say an emery board, but an emery board may not have the strength to go click when you give it the nudge. But the, something like a metal nail file might give it the extra strength to click it. And I'm going to guess if you push it away from you, I'm going to guess it's probably off and pulling it towards you is probably on. I'm just, this is the guess. My guess would be whichever way it is, is off. <laughs> you move it the <laughs> other way, it's going to be on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, and if once you do discover that, it's good to know because maybe in the future you, you want to go into airplane mode like you do with your phone. And then you know where to find it and you know which way to click it if you want to do it on purpose. You know. Yeah. Get a Sharpie right. and have her write on the side of it on, off. Put an O for on. Yeah. It's anything that looks like a switch? No. It's like, look, it's not going to look like a light switch. It'll right? be like a slide switch. It slides back and forth. Uh, she could say, go, you know what? Whatever I find it, I want you to put some, like, some white out on it or something put something on. i'm gonna put some duct tape on it tape it off. <laughs> i don't need it to go off you know it says you know it says you can disable it all you gotta do is go in airplane mode and it's like you know all you have to do is like turn your computer off and you don't need it turn your computer on and you're right you know and that, that switch if it's off it's off so if you go to your settings and you, oh there's airplane mode click click off and on if it's off it's off hardwired uh, if you right. leave it on, then you have the option you can put it electronically in the airplane if you need to. Right. Well, that's what I mean. You know, it's like I hate the fact that it's got the switch and it's on the side where whenever you slide it in and out of your bag, it's going to go click on, click off, click on, click off. If they put yeah. it on the bottom, you put that in first. It doesn't move. You know, it's so stupid. Yeah, it, I can see the logic of that. It, it, it kind of reminds me too with the SD card. Sometimes you'll slide your SD card in and you go to like move a file from one place to another. Can I access your drive? Make sure it's writable. Like what? 
<laughs> because you do the same thing. There's a little tiny switch on the edge of your SD card. Right. You can flip and it right protects your, your drive so people can't erase your stuff. And, and when you push it in, sometimes you have it cocked just a little bit and the edge of the slot will click that switch. So if you ever get that where you can't write to your disk, you pop out the SD card, you can't switch for it. No, I didn't know that. Our SD card's like that's what we're talking about. That thing has a little switch on the side of it, too. And if you flip that little switch, you cannot record onto it. it it's like it's like with a cassette tape or you poke, it. poke the tab out so you have a, a hole there. You can't record on it. Uh, huh. That switch, if it gets switched, because when you're pushing it little, in, it'll, mini switch. It, yes. as you're pushing it in, is the direction that the switch goes. It, you know, it goes away from the computer body to turn to turn it off, so you cannot write to that SD card. So you the pull it out thing, and carefully slide it forward, and then push it back in. Then it'll be okay. They had them all the way back to three and a half inch floppies, yeah. but the yeah, five, they had the little thing you could slide back and forth. But those hard floppy disks had those as well. Hmm. <laughs> this computer, ca- that computer case, this iPhone case that I have on my phone, it's got this little nub on it that ha- does not let you mute your phone switch. I discovered that last night. You know, well, the I've had phone. a case that was like that where it covered your mute switch, so it was either going to be on or off. Uh, and you couldn't switch it. I had another case that had a little rubber flap. Right. That you literally could, you know, open a little rubber flap, uh, reach inside there with something long and pokey, and flip your switch one way or the other, and put the flap back over it. Uh, it's just another water protection mood. All right. But uh, anyhow, I, 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 you know, I don't know. Like Jill said. If I was to find the switch right now, which I was fingering my computer here trying to find it, but uh, if I did find it and it's on, I have no idea that it's on because it didn't say, I'm on. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, uh-huh. It could be on now. And the only, way, the only way that I know is if I try to go on the internet, it says, you're not connected. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. Mean, well, whenever there is. Stuff on the screen, but being blind. Hello, Dell. Well, the stuff on your screen. What you do is, if you know how to access your system tray, and there's a hotkey for Jaws. I'm pretty sure it's Insert F11, and you can access your system tray as you arrow. I think it's up or down to that list. One of the items will be Internet, and it'll either say Internet, your you know whatever your router name is connected. Or it may say internet, your router name, no internet, meaning there's a problem with your router. Or it may say internet, no connection. It means they can't find your router. <laughs> but you have to get in your system train. And if you don't have JAWS or you can't remember insert 11, the Windows hotkey is Windows key plus the letter B as in Bravo. Mine says Dell touchpad, Zoom meeting, JAWS for Windows. Windows security, new quick note, system access, not shut down, and uh, Dropbox. The items that appear there will depend on what software you currently have. iCloud, 
You have new unread emails. Microsoft Outlook. (laughs) Safely remove hardware. Bluetooth devices. Fully charged 100%. Network internet success. There you go. Speakers slash and where it yeah, says but that's because I'm, I'm hardwired in. Access. Yeah, if you're hardwired in, if you were Wi-Fi, it would it would say internet, and it would tell you the name of the router. Not Terry's house. Yeah. <laughs> Look for that FBI surveillance. It, it, what I find is easier to arrow up to the list and arrow down because you you get to it faster. I never, I, as many times as I've done this, I've never seen. It's never read me the open programs that I have. Until just now. Well, and it depends because sometimes (laughs) they'll be there and sometimes they won't. It depends, for one, what you have loaded on your computer in general. It depends on what you currently have running. Some of those things you read off, it may not be that those things are open and running. It just means it's a utility that you can click on and make it do whatever its name said. I've noticed that I got a, I hooked up my four terabyte external hard drive you know, yeah. and apparently there's nothing on it <laughs> oh, really? D- just your initial folder to uh, partition off your backup huh? <laughs> right but I copied everything from that other drive on here too though it does have some stuff but I noticed with this newer model this 4 terabyte one when the computer shuts off so does it I'm like oh cool it doesn't say running 24-7 yeah Anyway. Well, I wonder if that's the problem with mine because I don't, I'm not sure if mine shuts off. I, I've been having a, a, a lot of flaky problems with my terabyte drive. My old one that's maybe 10 years old works like a champ, but my new one, well, I say new, it's probably three or four years old. It has, it acts so flaky sometimes. It should be a four terabyte. Computer stuff. So lots of random computer things, tips from Terry. Uh, did you have anything else you want to add? Or we can get to our no. <laughs> What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> uh, this. Uh, I could have plugged my cord and we'd see if I it lost. Just, it doesn't even say hello, host, or nothing. It just says, recently, a bunch of folks have been moving to certain free states to get away from other states where there are lockdowns and restrictions on American liberties. I mean, American liberties. Uh, as, as a citizen of one of those liberated states, I wanted to speak for others like me to welcome guests to our communities. There's just a few rules we would like to share to help visitors begin to understand our culture. These are the cowboy rules that are in effect for Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, New Mexico, Wyoming, Montana, Utah, Idaho, and uh, the rest of the wild western states. One, pull your pants up. You look like an idiot. <laughs> Two, turn your camp right. Your hand, your head doesn't grow that way. Uh, three. Let's get this straight. It's called a gravel road. I drive a pickup truck because I want to. No matter how slow you drive, you're going to get dust on that fancy Lexus. Driver, <laughs> get out of the way. Four, 
They are cattle. That's why they smell that way. They <laughs> smell like money to us. Get over it. Don't like it. I-10 and 40 go east and west. I-17 and I-15 go north and south. Pick one and leave. <laughs> uh, number five. So you have an $80,000 car. We're impressed. We have $350,000 combines and tractors that are only driven three weeks out of the year. <laughs> number six. Every person in the Wild West waves, trying to understand the concept. Uh, number seven. If that cell phone rings while a bunch of geese, ducks, pheasants, doves are coming, we, we will shoot it out of your hand. You better hope you don't have it up to your ear at the time. <clears throat> Number eight. Yeah, we eat trout, salmon, deer, and elk. You really want sushi and caviar? It's available down at the corner bait shop. <laughs> Number nine. The opener refers to the first day of deer season. It's a religious holiday uh, on the first Friday or Saturday closest to the beginning of November. <clears throat> Number 10. We open doors for women. That applies to all women, regardless of age. I guess as long as it looks like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 11. Uh, no, there's no vegetarian special on the menu. Order a steak, or you can order a chef salad and pick off the two pounds of ham and turkey. <laughs> number 12. When you fill out a table, there are three main dishes, meats, vegetables, and breads. We use three spices, salt, pepper, and ketchup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we don't care what you folks in that Northeast call that stuff. It ain't chili. <laughs> Number 13, you bring Coke into my house, it better be brown and wet and served over ice. <laughs> you bring Mary Jane into my house, she better be cute, know how to shoot, drive a truck, and have long hair. <laughs> uh, number uh, four? I think it's 14. Uh, college and high school football is, is, is as important here as the Giants, the Yankees, the Mets, the Lakers, and the Knicks. And a dang sight more fun to watch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, number 15. Yeah, we have golf courses. But don't hit your ball into the water trap. It spooks the fish. <laughs> uh, number 16. Turn down that blasted car stereo. That thumpity thump music ain't music anyways. We don't want to hear any more that we want to see your boxers. Refer back to rule number one. <laughs> so, as a true Westerner, I wanted to send this to you to share with your many listeners. 
I know they'll understand, but keep passing on the word to friends that probably won't get it. Uh, be friendly and keep sharing in hopes that you can begin to understand what a real life is all about. Yeah, yeah. Annie Oakley, Cut and Shoot, <laughs> Texas. Yeah. I'm sure Annie Oakley is not her real name. I sent it to the wrong show. They said we had many listeners. <laughs> Maybe there was no S on the end of listener. <laughs> yeah, many listener. <laughs> it, it, it's like uh, uh, the, there's an old radio show where the guy says, I want to thank all of our listener for your mini card and letter. Keep your <laughs> phone call coming. <laughs> Anyway, now it's time to uh, get to our final thoughts. Who wants to share a final thought? What can you give to somebody, but it's yours to keep? A promise. Uh, I was going to say your name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you make something idiot-proof, someone will make a better idiot. Yeah, I've experienced that. (laughs) Have you ever noticed that once you only had time to fetch a drink during the commercial break? Now you can go out and rake the lawn. Uh, what can what can be broken with the smallest sound silence yeah that thing silence (laughs) silence Who laughs last thinks slowest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, after eating an entire bowl, the lion felt so good he let out a roar. He roared and roared and roared until a hunter came and shot him. <laughs> More of the story when you're full of bowl, it's best to keep your mouth shut. What is it called when you wear the same underpants for two days in a row? Disgusting. (laughs) A a rebuttal. What? Rebuttal. Rebuttal. Okay. Always remember you're unique, just like everyone else. Well, hmm. hey, Jill. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying your perfume is strong, but the canary was alive before you got here. <laughs> oh, wow. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I could go on, but I'll save some more final thoughts for a future show. Yeah. So uh, I guess this is the part where we wrap it all up and uh, 
This is your host saying goodbye. Thanks for listening. Signing off. The party to the bow. Like Minnie Mouse's head. Put your finger on it. Hey, I gotta go pee. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm kind of getting there myself. So we'll just say hey, thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review wherever you find our podcast. Send us an email, visit our page, leave a comment on any of these shows so you can tell what you think there. And uh, that's all I got. So uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Yeah, tune in next week for episode 40 something. 44. Really 44 Mag. I'll try to do some more animal stories. That's a scrap. I mean, rat. That's a rat. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. Mm-hmm.